Hello, listeners, on this steamy day in Columbia, Maryland. I'm Carolyn Kellerman, here with my co-host, Judy Templeton, and we're going to give you tips on how to keep cool this summer and see some cool performances right here in our area. First is Judy, and she's going to introduce our guest, and let's all hear where he's located now, and I'll offer some trivia questions to him to try and get him to talk about the old Clyde's restaurant and the new one now. Judy? Yay! All right, Demetian Gilbert, thank you so much for coming on. Actually, you've been a guest with us before in another capacity, and now you're returning, so that's kind of exciting. So a quick backstory is that, of course, all us Colombians, I'm going to say longtime Colombians, have been waiting with bated breath for a restaurant to replace Clyde's. And it has been a long time coming, but it did come this summer. And it's just been so exciting. And it is called Offshore Collective. Very interesting name. On top of which, we had an addition to where Soundry was, and that is called Encore. So a lot of folks here in Columbia don't know so much about that. So I'm super excited that you're coming to tell us everything going on down there in the absolute center of Columbia. So congratulations for coming back. Welcome back. So tell us how this all worked out. So how did you find your way back here to Columbia? Okay, so I left the Clyde's Restaurant Group about a year and a half before Clyde's of Columbia closed. And I was working with a restaurant group in D.C. I was general manager of two restaurants there. When Clyde's closed, of course, everybody was really sad to hear that. I was as well because I spent uh, spent about seven years there. And two of the regular guests that used to come to Clyde's, Randy and Stacy, are also members of a a tribute, a a 60s, 70s rock tribute band called Foreplay. So when Clyde's closed, they were very interested in seeing what we could do to revive the soundry. As so happens... The deal was that you had to take the restaurant and the music venue. So they were very well acquainted with Josh and Joyce Butts, who own Hoko Brewhive. And they were very well acquainted with them. And Josh came in and said, yeah, we'd be excited to be a part of this. And so the ball kind of got rolling with them first. And they looped me in. They reached out to me pretty much right away and asked if I'd be interested in coming on as general manager. And at the time I was in DC and of course COVID's happening. There's so much happening in the world and there was a lot going on, but I said, I'd be interested if we could make it make sense for everyone. And so they kept grinding on their end and things started falling in place with Howard Hughes and Columbia Association. And finally they were able to make the project come to fruition. They reached back out to me again and asked not only if I wanted to be the general manager, but if I'd also be interested in joining the partnership. And I said, absolutely. And things just kind of got moving from there. And so ever since that's happened, we've been able to put together a beautiful restaurant and bring some energy back to the lakefront. Absolutely. Now, has your outdoor opened yet too? Can you sit outside? Yes. Yes. The courtyard is open, so you can definitely sit outside. We're not using that pavilion area in the same capacity that Clyde's was, at least not this year. We're still hosting special events over there. So that area is open for some select special events. The courtyard, the patio right next to the building, that is definitely open for service. 
So I can say that I have been there. I love that it's kind of airy and fresh and the colors are blues. It's really a comfortable, open kind of feeling, a very different one from what Clyde's had. And that's a good thing because it establishes itself. Food is wonderful. And I know that you've even, um, haven't you added onto your menu from the beginning? Yeah. Tell us about that. So, you know, when we opened, we made a conscious decision to incrementally increase the menu as well as tweak things and accept feedback from all of our guests and, you know, fix the things that they liked and keep going with the things that they did like and take suggestions and just be open-minded and really listen to the community about what they were looking to have our restaurant be. We have a general concept, but that's not always what works. And so listening to the people that are patronizing your business is very important. And so from the very beginning, we've been doing that. So we slowly expanded our menu. And since then, and we've added some delicious new dishes. We originally were not open for lunch. And last mid-month, we decided to open for lunch mid-June. So we're open for lunch now. And then we have brunch coming in three to four weeks. So yeah. So we're taking our time to do things the right way, making sure that we, like I said, we accept all the feedback and we're rolling things out slowly and making sure we do it right the first time. That is fantastic. Okay, so let's go next door to Encore. So I had no idea that it was even opened and I um, run over by the lake and as I was going by, I saw the sign and then I snapped a picture of the different concerts. So tell us how that's working. So Encore is great. We kept it a music venue, still a live music venue. That is very much the focus in that room is for live music and private events. And so it is available to rent out for any events. We've had, I think, seven shows. We've had several sold out shows since then. Um, The reception has been great. Absolutely. The reception has been great. We're utilizing the room in a different capacity, I think, than it was before in that before there was a lot of long tables and it was more like communal seating. And now we, uh, when we sell tickets to shows, you're actually purchasing the seat that you want to sit at instead of it being all general admission. So that's a little bit different than we were doing before, but the menu is still small bites. We have a full bar and we have a lot of incredible acts coming through. We had a great show last night and we will continue to focus on encouraging more entertainment and music on the lakefront, but also encouraging the local music scene. And we've partnered, have partnerships with Soundcheck Rock Academy. So for music students, we've done some things with cabarets for people that are into musicals. And we've had live band karaoke featuring Harry Karaoke Band. And so we have a lot of different series that we're working on. And we're just really, really excited to be here. Well, actually, you named the two things that were my favorites as I looked over the list. So yeah. So is there a rhythm for the karaoke? Does it come on a regular basis or just check the schedule? Yes. So the name of the series is Front the Band, where you get to be the star of your of your own rock band uh, with the karaoke. And so we are doing that the second Thursday of every month. Okay, good to know. And what about the cabaret? I loved that idea too. So that will happen quarterly. Oh, okay. We have a lot happening. Yeah, we have a lot of great shows up and coming. 
And I'm just super excited. So how do you, I mean, aside from probably getting them online, can you get the tickets in person? Can you get them just at Offshore Collective or is there only one way to get the tickets? So it's really just more convenient to get them from the comfort of your own home because okay. we don't have we, we don't have physical tickets. Everything is done online. Okay. And so what and how do you find them online? Is it just offshorecollective.com? So it's the collectiveencore.com. Oh, okay. To purchase Got tickets it. for shows. Okay. Yeah, we'll make sure to post that as well. So Carolyn, what did you, you had, you, you intrigue me. You wanted to ask a couple trivia questions. Yeah, I really would. I was thinking, wouldn't it be great to have a trivia night also included with a musical trivia or whatever, but I'm curious to how many people know what Clyde's was called before it was Clyde's or before the collective. In 1970, when we moved here, we ate at a restaurant exactly in that place. And it was called the Odyssey. Has anybody I, ever- I was going to say it. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But I'm looking forward to having music again. And I enjoyed some of the old timers who went away, Nashville and other places, came back and played in a performance. It was great to see them again. So you have that opportunity to do that. And I, I encourage you. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's a great memory. I'm glad you brought up the Odyssey because that's that's when I first moved to Columbia, giving away all kinds of things by saying that. And, and in the winter, what you did, here's, here's a little history lesson for you, is that we would go to the Odyssey for dinner and then ice skating on the lake. And it was cold enough in those Maryland days that I don't think anybody fell through, but at any rate, it was like a double header night to be able to do that. So again, I know you know this, but you're in the primo location. So you're, everything can only just grow and, and you have such a great opportunity for creatively bringing so many things there. And I'm pretty sure they're all going to take. And thank you for bringing the music back because that's that's been a big thing. So I'm looking forward to getting over there and participating. I I, I don't participate in karaoke, but I like to listen. So. <laughs> Fair enough. So, and so bringing up, I mean, summer in Colombia is just extra fun now that we have the world back. So you have the benefit, of course, of having the traffic from all the lakefront activities that go on pretty yes. much all week long, but particularly the weekend. So a great thing if you're looking for something fun this Friday is that they have dancing under the people tree and that brings out just a whole bunch of people and it's as easy as putting on your tennis shoes or whatever dance shoes and following the instructor to some really great music. And then, of course, why not go over to Offshore Collective, sit outside, have a drink, have a snack. And maybe even still fit in a concert at Encore. So that's pretty much a triple threat of an evening, I'd say. So Mm -hmm. yes, indeed. Carolyn, did you want to add something to that? Well, I love coming going down to the lakefront in the summer. It's just fabulous. And you can just wander around. Sometimes Tom Brzezinski, Mr. B, is showing movies. And we all wish him well. He couldn't join us today because he's having medical issues. So Tom, throwing it out to you. Good luck. And he, of course, is so interested in in the kids stuff, too. So bring the family down and put out a blanket and watch a great movie and then, you know, have dessert maybe over at the restaurant. So it is great. Absolutely. Yes. So now some other things about town, too. 
And again, these can include always finishing up at either the collective or encore or starting out if you're a late night person. Saturday nights are some bands. And of course, Sunday nights are almost always a band down there. And Mondays are the movies. So Friday and Mondays are the movies that again, Mr. B, we're sending out such great gratitude for all that you've done to keep Columbia watching movies since you hung up a sheet on your clothesline back in the days at Bryant Woods and showed films. So there's a little history back on how that's going. So um, if you want to leave the lakefront, because of course you can still come back to it, you can always go over to Toby's and see Margaritaville. Oh my gosh, it is a buried treasure show. Even if you're not a huge Jimmy Buffett fan, you have to love it. The, look, there's actually really an adorable plot and it's happy and you leave kicking up your heels. So you can't knock that. I mean, who doesn't want that at this point? Also, don't forget to look up Color Burst Park. And that's just a little cross Little Patuxent Parkway. And again, it's a beautiful spot that now is having regular concerts and is having regular events and has yoga, has free yoga, has free workouts right there on the AstroTurf. <laughs> and of course, so much going on over there. So make sure to look that up because it's a continuum of all kinds of activities. Now, if that is not enough for you, surrounding that is Meriwether. Now, you know, if you live in Colombia, <laughs> You know, it's a gridlock here. You can't get anywhere when there's a concert. And so, and, and hopefully some of those folks are uh, coming over to you. because <laughs> Good, they should. But so many cool concerts that are coming up. Check it out. But one, because we had the BSO on our show that I'm looking forward to is going to be the BSO Presents Rocky. And that's on September 13th. So shout out to BSO. And of course, Allison was on our show. So I want to make sure and promote yes. all the good things they're doing because mm -hmm. they're spreading themselves out all over. They're not just in Baltimore anymore. So I actually already have my ticket for that. So I'm pretty excited about that. Anything else that we can look forward to for offshore or encore? Will you be doing some kinds of special events? And Maybe Carolyn's idea of a trivia night might be cool. She's she's a big trivia fan <laughs> and player. I don't want to play against her. She's too good. But <laughs> yeah. Trivia is something we've definitely discussed. We haven't solidified anything yet, but it's something that we're definitely having conversations about. We just have to find the right fit as far as that goes. There's a lot of other great shows coming down the road. We've got Dan Navarro, Shamika Copeland, Deanna Bogart, oh. working out something. Yeah. And so we have so many wonderful opportunities to come down. We are also working to put together some different events, beer festival, wine festival. So we're working hard and we have the benefit of really having uh, Howard Hughes and Columbia Association being very, very supportive of a lot of the ideas that we have and facilitating those. So we, we're we just excited. We, we have so many ideas. We just have to bring them all to fruition and make sure that they're done right. And um, you're going to see a lot and hear a lot from us. Okay. You have a happy hour. We do have happy hour. We have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. We also do half price wine on Mondays. 
Okay, sounds good. Okay, good to know. So now you do the trivia, give Carolyn a call. (laughs) I want to go back to uh, Margaritaville because there is a special benefit for the Columbia Center for Theatrical Arts on Wednesday, August 9th. And so if you haven't seen the show yet at Toby's, you can go that night and support the kids who perform and learn at Toby's school. Oh, good. Columbia School of Theatrical Arts. Yes. Cool. So I want to ask you what, not ask, let me say maybe a suggestion for another activity would be a drag queen bingo or brunch. I'm just putting it out there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we've thrown we've thrown around a bunch of ideas for themed brunches. So we will certainly have some themed brunches on the way. When we release our brunch schedule, there will be some brunch shows in Encore. Absolutely. Uh, and I actually mis- misspoke earlier. Our happy hour, we actually changed our happy hour. So our happy hour now is actually 1130 to 6 p.m. in the bar area. Yeah. So you can come down wow. for lunch and also get a nice little beverage so, or a snack. It's five o'clock so. somewhere at Offshore Collective. You're right. I see yeah, how we works. believe in that. We believe in that. <laughs> that is absolutely great, really and truly. Oh, well, thank you so much for all your information. And, you know, you're really doing an important job because that has been a place that everybody has just longed to have back. And so all the wonderful activities that you're spreading here in the center of Columbia is so appreciated. It truly, truly is. So continue to keep us posted and we'll make sure and promote anything that you're doing there for sure. Carolyn, did you have anything else you wanted to ask? I do want to go back to trivia for a second. Okay. Okay, here we go. The New York City Ballet was in residency at Murrayweather Post in the late 60s. A lot of people don't know this. And they they were here performing the great works of George Balanchine. And of course, the New York City Ballet is the premier company in the world for class, neoclassic ballet. Anyway. We don't have that anymore. For years, we had dancers who came. Barishnikov performed there. Rudolf Nureyev performed there. There have been major companies through the Fest Columbia Festival or on its own. Alvin Alley did Revelations there a few times, and it was magnificent. But we no longer have any dance at Merriweather. So where do you go for dance outdoors in the theater? You go to Wolf Trap. And upcoming at Wolf Trap, there's a couple really good programs Coming up at the end of July, the 27th and 28th, American Ballet Theater, also a premier company, is going to perform Giselle. Now, can you imagine sitting on your blanket outside on the hillside at Wolf Trap watching a beautiful performance of, of ballerinas in white dancing on their graves because mm-hmm. it's coming back to life, you know, to, to beat up on your men and who've done you wrong, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's Giselle. I always call Giselle the first feminist ballet because Myrta, the leader of the of the ghosts, the ghostly ballerinas, they die on the eve of their wedding. So, and it's a gorgeous thing to see, especially outdoors. And then later, the Washington Ballet is going to be there, and I always love to see that company. It's not quite the you know the size of New York City Ballet or ABT, but it certainly is a fine company that does a good job and we should support it. So there are those two things. And then what else do we do? I love being outdoors. I went to a a festival last weekend up at Fire Island and it was sponsored by Broadway Cares. And I'm going to put a plug in for Broadway Cares because a lot of people don't know much about this organization. 
they raised money to help people living with HIV and AIDS. And they actually support local, like Columbia or Howard County or Baltimore AIDS Alliance or organizations like that. So the money doesn't just all go to New York. It goes all over the country. And some of the events that they have, they had the dance festival in Fire Island, which is magnificent. They do a dance festival up in the Hudson Valley in New York in the fall. And that's always great. But the thing I like the most is their flea market in New York City, where they sell posters or costumes or anything to do with Broadway shows to raising money again for Broadway Cares. And that's always in September. It's a Sunday. It's one of those, you can take a bus up that day and gather all the goodies and go back home with a big bag of treasures. And they and the, each of the shows represented perform on a stage outside. So you get to see some of the numbers, the original choreography and the original performers. And then they come back and sign autographs and stuff like that. It's, it's a terrific show. I think I'm not sure exactly in September, but it might be the very beginning of September, but I'll make sure it gets posted somewhere that we know. You know, so yes, I'm familiar with Broadway Cares, and I loved hearing your story about going to Fire Island. And they are usually the ones at Broadway shows that come out and then try to, you know, have buckets and try to do collections for the cause and so forth. So, and I'm so glad that they are still carrying on for sure. So, just and so, since you mentioned dance, Carolyn, it would be so wonderful if we could have dance back at Mary Little because I remember I go back to those days too and remember when we could sit outside in the grass and just watch some of the great ballet and dance that we did. So I don't know, somewhere we have to find a way to see if we can work on bringing that back because that would be a great venue and I think it would be well attended for sure. And also the stage, the actual physical stage of Merriweather was built by George Balanchine. He oversaw the building of the stage and it remains today the best sightline for dance. So. Well, there it is. So, you know, <laughs> it needs to come back for sure. <laughs> so a couple more things going on, just in case you're still wondering what to do, but I can't imagine you would. But if you want to travel, when you say dance into Baltimore at center stage, there's a 20 year celebration of a company called Dance Baltimore. And Maria Broom is a dancer and teaches at the Baltimore School of Performing Arts. And it is a great celebration of what they have done to provide dance all over the city. So if you want to travel outside of Columbia, just down to Center Stage, August 12th, they're having a reception. It's going to be a big, fun celebration. Booking ahead, Silhouette Stages is going to do a fun show that Toby's did. And that is SpongeBob SquarePants. It may sound like a kid's show, but it takes an adult to understand the tongue-in-cheek humor to it. Some of it still went over my head, but I like the costumes, the color, and the sets. So that is going to be coming up. So I think that we have given you a lot for fun in the summer and certainly if you're bored, that's your own fault because we have a ton. But I really want to give a big shout out to Demetian Gilbert and Offshore Collective and to Encore for all that they're doing to bring everything back and then beyond. So I love that you're preserving the history of it and then bringing us into the present to the future. So thank you so much for all you're doing on that. 
Yes, we will see you for a concert or a special evening, a trivia or a special event or a happy hour at 1130. Who knows any of it? (laughs) Thank you so much for the invite. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was it was great. It's been great to have it all back again. Carolyn, anything else you want to add? Talk about your other podcast, Judy. So. Oh, okay. Sure. I'm always happy to do self-promotion. So my other podcast is called Be More Good News, and it's exactly what you think it is. It is to promote good news only in my city that I love. That's where I'm from. That's my roots. Columbia is my wings, I like to say. And so I have this fabulous job of promoting the charm and love of the people in Baltimore. And it's been going on for three years now. And I have met some just wonderful, wonderful people and have been able to help them promote all the good that they're doing in the city. So I read a little saying today that I love, and that is gratitude is glitter for your soul. So because I like everything sparkly, I'll leave you with those words. And I'm grateful to be living here in Columbia, razzle dazzle, all the special arts and culture recreation that we have. And thank you so much for everything that everybody brings to it. Carolyn Kellerman, my longtime buddy and co-director. And please get on down to Offshore Collective or the Encore. Till next time, it's Judy Templeton on Razzle Dazzle. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Media Podcast.